Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Pirelli Scorpion Weather Active. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash Dan. That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon. You must be talking about right brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try right brand bacon. That's called right brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. of job seekers say the biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications. This according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be lonely, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding that job that fits you. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location nearest you at ExpressPros.com. No fees for somebody seeking a job. Visit ExpressPros.com. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Well, it feels like it's inevitable. Urban Meyer is coming back. Varying reports led by Adam Schefter, Jacksonville, and Urban Meyer in advanced talks to see if they can finalize a deal per league sources. They met yesterday, and you could have a press conference by the end of the day. Urban Meyer's your new head coach with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Also, If you hire the head coach before the GM, which is what they're going to do, Urban Meyer is pretty much your de facto GM. Or he's going to have a lot to say about that roster when you do bring in that GM. But if you're Urban Meyer and you go into the NFL, just coach. Don't be involved in roster moves uh, or, you know, be the, the final say in all of that. Because there have been people who have done this and they realize you can't, it's hard enough just to be a head coach in the NFL. You know, Bill Belichick's a wonderful coach, obviously. Greatest NFL coach of all time. He's not good with personnel, in my opinion. Now, they've made moves, they've got people, but, you know, the constant was always Tom Brady. Like that luxury, when you have your quarterback, can't be understated. Urban Meyer wants the Jacksonville job because of Trevor Lawrence. You got a rookie contract. You got cap room. You got two first-round draft picks, and maybe you can build something there. You don't have all the media pressure you would have if you were in a bigger market. You know, it's like this is Columbus, Ohio. He probably had more media scrutiny in Columbus than he'll have in Jacksonville. The expectation level. What is Urban Meyer? It is Trevor Lawrence but you're going to expect them to be competitive. You're not going to expect them to be a playoff team anytime soon. But looks like Urban Meyer is going to jump into the NFL. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Your phone call is coming up. Frank Isola. 
from uh, the Mothership, also works for the S Network. He covers the Nets as a studio host. He'll join us coming up in about 15 minutes. Get his thoughts on Harden coming in. We like to say, well, whose team is it? Good luck with that, because I don't even know when Kyrie Irving is coming back. I guess it's Kevin Durant's team, but we love to ask this question. Who's going to take the last shot? What a luxury if you have three players who can take it. As, as a, a defender, if I know that's your guy who's going to take the shot, I got a better chance of understanding what we want to do defensively. If I have Kyrie, James Harden, and Kevin Durant, good luck. Pick your poison. Harden will have a complicated legacy in Houston. You know, we're going to, a lot of times we forget how things end. You know, that we remember the great times and what he did and basically had a really pretty spectacular eight-year run there. But the end, ugly. But when things were going well, he was a unique superstar. You know, one of the great scorers in the history of the game. And at the top of his game, you couldn't do anything. You couldn't stop him. You could only hope to contain him. Great range, uh, underrated passer. He can get to the hoop. He draws fouls. He makes free throws. And he was good enough to get the Rockets deep into the playoffs. They were not good enough to get by an all-time great Golden State team. And there was a downside because he was so productive during the regular season, it felt like he would just wear down. If anybody needed load management, it was James Harden. The Rockets were one of the more entertaining teams in the league. And right now, fans in Houston probably aren't too happy with James Harden. But if you look back, you think back, once this passes, you have a little bit of time, a little separation, you'll realize that you were treated to one of the truly special players of his generation. But the Nets are hard to root for. I think they were hard to root for when KD and Kyrie hooked up there. But if you said... Hey, you want entertainment? Then give me the Nets. Whether you want to root for them or not, they're here. You're going to have to deal with them. So it was a big deal. Uh, the Pacers dumping Victor Oladipo. They got Karis LeVert, who is a player you're probably not too familiar with. But having watched the Nets, certainly when Kyrie was out, Karis LeVert is a great addition for the Pacers. Uh, Cavaliers got Jared Allen, who I like a lot. Energy guy, rim protector, young. He's 22. And Houston got Oladipo, and I don't think Oladipo is going to be there too long. But a lot of picks. You got a lot of draft picks there. You know, it's one thing to have draft picks. It's what you do with your draft picks. I always, I always mention the Baltimore Ravens and Ozzie Newsom. They did the best with what they had with their picks. They didn't have a lot of picks, but what they did with those picks made them Super Bowl champions and has put them back in the picture again with Lamar Jackson and where they took him. Other teams could have drafted these guys that Baltimore drafted, and they did a wonderful job. Uh, I go back to Cleveland. Cleveland had all of these draft picks, but they weren't good. The person who was making these picks wasn't good, and that'll be the key for Houston. You have these picks. The question is, what are you going to turn those into? Uh, The Lakers are 10-3, and best record in the league. And, uh, you know, we'll talk to Frank Isola about if you're the Lakers, how concerned are you with what happened? Now, you're never going to acknowledge, oh, my gosh, man, Brooklyn, that's an unbelievable deal. You're not going to do that. You'll just go, all right, looks good. My approach would be like Anthony Davis. That looks good on paper because it does look good on paper, but you don't play on paper.
877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Get to your phone calls. Uh, our poll question, McLovin. So is, the first hour was, are the Nets the team to beat in the NBA? 93% said no. Okay. So I thought maybe we should switch it up to the East at least. Like keep going down until we get something where people are picking them. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. I mean, I think Philadelphia is better. and Milwaukee? Milwaukee probably. Uh, don't forget about Miami. I think you're seeing teams, like what I see now is not what I think I'm going to see in a month from now. And I think that's where you have to be fair to these teams with what they went through in the bubble and sort of working their way back into shape. This program brought to you by Dunder Mifflin. The family has a new home. It's on Peacock, and you can watch. You can stream every episode again and again and again. Sign up at PeacockTV.com to stream now. Phone calls coming up. Aaron Donald is good to play. I don't know what that means. Now, he has a rib injury, not broken ribs. But if you have a cartilage tear, it's more painful to play through than a broken rib. Now, they can protect it and try to isolate it a little bit and probably shoot it up a little bit there with Aaron Donald. But he is expected to play. Jared Goff is going to be your starting quarterback against the Green Bay Packers. But uh, Aaron Donald and Cooper Cup are expected to play in that game. Uh, Tom in Los Angeles leads us off this hour. Hi, Tom. What's on your mind? Hey, doing pretty well. I can't wait for this train wreck in Brooklyn to start because (laughs) Kyrie is a proven narcissist who sabotages any situation where he's not the top dog. We saw the kind of mayhem he ratcheted up in Boston as soon as that team started playing better without him and how determined he was to keep that attention on him. He's been doing that in Brooklyn this entire time with Kevin Durant, if anyone's been noticing. And this idea that he's going to be even happier when a former MVP comes in to put him in third place? (laughs) Why do we think that that's going to go out? This is going to be like George Costanza at play now. This is going to be great. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you, Tom. (laughs) Nice reference. Yeah. He won't leave. Uh, Kay in Los Angeles. Hi, Kay. How's it going, Dan? You're the greatest, man. Listen, Harden is going to do what he does every year. He's going to choke. I mean, for him to get on the podium and say, oh, we're just not good enough. I mean, you were good enough every year you went to the playoffs. Your performances weren't good enough. You didn't close. He never closes. And then, I mean, they're a team full of Robins. I mean, I, I love Kevin Durant, but, I mean, with those two guys, how can you beat LeBron? I mean, those guys, all they do is shoot. They're not, they're not ready. Yeah, uh, so, and, I, and thank you, Kay. I think, you know, we always go, you just put those players together. It's not that easy. Where, and I always go back to Kentucky basketball. They always had great players, freshmen, top players in the country, top 10, top five players, best player in high school. But then they would come up against a team that had guys who had been there three years or four years playing together. And there's something to be said about that. Like Villanova. Villanova doesn't have one and dones. Virginia doesn't have one and dones. And those are the dangerous teams. Throw in a couple of all-stars. Hey, they should be able to just come down and run and gun. And once you get to the playoffs and you have half-court basketball, that's what I think will be interesting here. Because there are a lot of teams that are great during the regular season. 
And then they get to the postseason. We go, what happened? Well, postseason basketball is a whole lot different. We're gearing up for you for the next two weeks. And that's all we care about. And then you'll see teams are exposed. I talked to Charles Barkley about the possibility. This is back on November 25th. I had Barkley on. And we weren't sure if Harden was going to be traded. If he was going to be traded, when would he be traded? I didn't think it would be imminent. I thought it would be closer to the trade deadline if they, he was traded. But uh, I asked Charles Barkley, do you think the trio of Harden, Durant, and Kyrie could work? I've got zero chance of working. Uh, zero. You know, because listen, two of the guys, two of the guys, listen, man, there's, there's only so many things you can do on, on a basketball court. Uh, when you're a great player, you can win a game offensively, defensively, rebounding, or assisting. Two of those guys just want to score. And it's not going to work. Durant, he proved that he can play some defense with the Warriors. But the other two guys are terrific offensive players, but neither one's a great defender. They're not great at passing the ball. And and, and, and listen, one of the, two of the other guys going to be pissed because they're just standing around <laughs> watching one of those other guys dribble. So I would love to see that experiment. Well, we're going to. I don't know when we'll see it because – I I wondered aloud, when James Harden makes his debut, is Kyrie Irving going to be on the floor? And I would say, probably not. Uh, Jesse in Los Angeles. Hey, Jess, welcome back. Hey, DP. Thanks for taking my call. Yep. Uh, my opinion regarding the trade, I'll give that first. I personally like these super teams because uh, it's high-level entertaining basketball in the playoffs. And when you have a guy like the Greek Freak who seems unstoppable at times, the Miami and Boston and Philly teams, I think it's just going to be so much fun. And if these guys make the finals somehow, how about LeBron and Anthony Davis in the finals? That would be awesome to see. But um, I did some research last night on salaries in the NBA, and I was wondering if you could fire up the uh, uh, old-school original stat of the day. Music. Oh, okay. All right. A, little, a lot of requests here today. Here's a Saturday. With a huge trade from yesterday, the combined salary of the big three of KD, Kyrie, and Hard for the 2021 season will be $112 million. That's going to a total of five teams in the NBA this year. The Knicks, the Hornets, the Pistons, the Thunder, and of course, my lonely Sacramento Kings. Well done, Jess. Thank you. We appreciate that. Stat of the day. I like that. He called He called his shot is what he did. He called his shot. Yes, McLovin. Are we going to fact check that? How do we know it was accurate? I don't know, but I mean, it sounded good. Okay. Now we're going to fact check? Now you want to? I mean, you wouldn't make that up, so we'll give him credit. Yeah, I'm good with that. I was watching the Knicks last night against the Nets. It, remember, it, it started, there was like a small window where, hey... The Knicks, five and three. And I go, are people watching the Knicks play? Because I watched them play. And I go, uh, Julius Randle, man, he's hitting a couple of threes. Like, and I, I do think Julius Randle is a good player. He's a 2010 guy. But I don't know if you look at R.J. Barrett and he's a great player. And they have some players, but they, they don't have the player. Yes, McLeod. 
I feel like Julius Randle came through a time machine from 1982. <laughs> <laughs> he looks yeah. like a, an old school power forward. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Paul was asking if he's ever dunked in a game. I guess he does, but he's yeah. like a less rangy Zach Randolph. Yeah, he just kind of camps out there and passes and scores. He can score. No, but he can shoot. He's got a nice shot, and you know, he just he's on a bad team there, and so I don't. If you're waiting for the Knicks to come back, they ain't coming back. There, there's a team where not having a crowd, it's it's like trumpeted. You, I was watching that game last night. There's Kevin Durant versus the Knicks. This should be a great game. And it's just dead quiet. Yeah. Well, it might be that way when they have a crowd. Yeah. It'd be dead quiet <laughs> there. Uh, let me see. What else? Do I, oh, Jeff in Detroit. We'll get to Jeff. Hey, Jeff. What's on your mind today? Hey, what up, though? One time for chat row. Just sitting here listening to your re-air yesterday when you and Chris Mannix were talking about this. And you said that uh, it sounded like an exit interview. Chris says, well, it seems like they'll probably be uh, trying to get something for the trade and be, uh, you know, somewhat, I guess, patient. Next thing you know, he gets traded. So you guys don't dog out Chris too much. My question to you, though, is this, man. Three years down the line, who's going to be the beneficiary of this trade? Will it be Houston and or uh, Brooklyn? Well, I think Brooklyn has a chance to win a championship. Thank you, Jeff. You know, Houston's not doing anything over the next three years. Now, we might, they might luck into a big-time player with these draft picks. Maybe. I don't even, like, I'm wondering how many of these draft picks are used by the Houston Rockets. That's what I'm curious about. Because they may package these picks. And I will tell you this, GMs don't value draft picks the way they once did. You know, Brooklyn's in it right now. Brooklyn wants to win a championship now. That's, that's all this is about. You're not going, hey, we got to build for the future. The future's now. Now, there are some teams that the future does matter to them. But, you know, Houston is going to look at this and go, where are we going to be in a couple of years? You know, Oladipo's not going to be there. Boogie Cousins won't be there. Like you're, you're, you're not going to have anybody on the roster that's on there right now. Um, it's like Oklahoma City. I think Oklahoma City surprised people, and all of a sudden they're like, we're a playoff team. We're actually pretty good. And they they made some deals. You know, they, they got rid of some players. Uh, Chris Paul turned out to be a wonderful addition, but I think they were surprised that they were going to be a playoff team. And Houston's first-round pick belongs to Oklahoma City this year. They can't tank. So it's not like you go, let's get rid of Harden, and we don't care about winning. They have to win. They don't want to give Oklahoma City a great pick. But I don't think these GMs care about these picks at all. Yeah, Paul. You, you talk about the rosters. They're a good team, Oklahoma City. But as far as names that people know, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Diallo, Lugans Dort. I know you're a Lugans Dort guy, but most people aren't. Yeah. Those are their top three. I love Shea Gilgis-Alexander. I, I think he's a – but he's playing in Oklahoma City and nobody's ever going to talk about him. But he is a really good player, and I think people started to notice that a little bit more last year because Oklahoma City played well. I think he's very talented. Is he a star? Probably not. But is he very good? Yes. Do they miss Paul George in Oklahoma City? No, they do not. But Brooklyn's all in on this. I just want to see how that works where, you know, basketball's about spacing. And usually we'll have two stars on a team. But if you go back in NBA history, and you'll see a lot of these teams had three stars. You know, Jordan and Pippen 
Then you had Rodman or you had Kukoc. You, you had that third guy, but the third guy knew exactly what he, he was supposed to do. Rodman knew what he was supposed to do. Kukoc knew what he was supposed to do. Even Pippen knew what he was supposed to do. Chris Bosh in Miami knew what he was supposed to do. Chris Bosh, to me, was the most important ingredient in, in that Miami Heat success. Because I'm going to let LeBron and Dwayne Wade, they can alternate nights of who's the star and whose team and who takes last shot. Chris Bosh, an all-star, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. He had to f- pick his spots and understand the ball's not going through me. Uh, Kevin Love. Kevin Love, the ball went through him in Minnesota. And he was an all-star. Put up 30-30 one night. He had to understand his role. He was the third guy in with LeBron and Kyrie. With Golden State, the brilliance of what they did is they sort of made it Kevin Durant's team. Draymond Green, Steph, Clay, they all sort of had to defer to him because they recruited him. And they said, come in. Let's play. Let's win championships. If you have the stars who understand that. Look at the Celtics with Bird, McHale, and Parrish. Bird, star, best player. McHale was unstoppable and probably could have averaged 25 to 30 points if he was the guy. Robert Parrish, Hall of Famer. But they had to understand their role. Look at the Lakers. James Worthy, Kareem Magic. You had to understand your role. And that's really going to be the key with Brooklyn. Are you going to be able to understand how do we make this team better, each other better? And that's going to be the dangerous ingredient in all of this. Because can KD make everybody better? Is it his team now? Kyrie checks out when he comes back. James Harden's ball dominant. It's not as easy as you think it's going to be. And you lose depth. Uh, You got Joe Harris. But you don't have the depth you once had. You're top-heavy. You better be great. But not great during the regular season. Great during the postseason. 21 after the hour. We'll talk to Frank Isola. More about this coming up. More phone calls as well here on the Dan Patrick Show. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically. Pretty amazing. No limit on how much you can earn. How amazing is that? Even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of all the places in the United States that take a credit card will take Discover. So get used to hearing the word yes more often. You can learn more at discover.com slash yes. Discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. The original light beer, 1975. Miller Lite. Yeah, the original. Yeah, 1975. Perfect companion for uh, us grill masters across the United States. This past weekend, even Mother's Day, I'm treating myself while I'm treating my wife for Mother's Day. Out there cooking, and I've got my Miller Lite, my friend, right there with me. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. It's You can't debate it. I would try. I would no, lose. you can't. 
Taste as great as the barbecue you're making. The beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. It tastes like a beer. Less filling. Only 96 calories. With a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It, it tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered to your door, visit MillerLite.com Patrick. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells great beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel... It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS, all in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. If I could eat bacon for every meal, I think I would. I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could. You know, I thought that I knew what good bacon was. Uh, Turns out, nope, I was wrong. Hmm. Because then I tried right brand bacon, and honestly, I was speechless. And you know it takes a lot to get me speechless, Paulie. But it was mind-blowing how good it was. And now here I am, a man that's been eating bacon his whole life, like it's his job, and I've never tried bacon like this before. We're talking about number one, thick-cut, flip-your-whole-world-upside-down bacon, man. Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice, and you should really just try it for yourself. Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right brand bacon in you. Get upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right brand bacon. Charles Barkley will join us a little bit later on today. Once again, the big story is Urban Meyer and the Jaguars are close to finalizing a deal for Urban to take over as the head coach there, and you might have a press conference uh, by the end of the day. We have been uh, trying to decipher exactly who won, who lost, what's in store for us with the NBA, with James Harden, and that trade when Kyrie comes back, whose team is it? And we love to throw out these questions. Who's going to take the last shot? Whose team is this? Who's the... I don't know. How about we get Kyrie back and start there? Frank Isola is uh, covering the uh, NBA and has been doing so for decades. Sirius XM NBA Radio, the starting lineup host. ESPN Around the Horn, pardon the interruption, contributor. And also works uh, pre and post with uh, the Nets. And uh, we thought Frank would be a great person to have on. Frank, how do you feel about your Nets after this deal? (laughs) Well, it's certainly a blockbuster, Dan. And I think, you know, a couple of things happened early on in the season. Spencer Dinwiddie went down and then the situation with Kyrie Irving. So I think for the Brooklyn Nets, when you got a guy like Kevin Durant, you know, your window is now. It's not about the past. It's not about the future. And obviously they gave up a lot of their future with those draft picks. I think you owe it to yourself and to Kevin Durant to go for it. So if Dinwiddie didn't get hurt, 
and Kyrie Irving was playing and playing well, and the Nets were playing well. I don't know if they do this. It, you know, there's a little desperation there, but I also think you know the one thing about James Harden, he shows up out of shape, but the guy will play. He could still score points. And you just mentioned about Kyrie, whose team is it? Well, he's not here, so I can't rely on him. I know that I could count on Kevin Durant. I know that I can count on James Harden, and it's a superstar-driven league, and I think that's why they made this move. But we're very casual about the Kyrie Irving situation. It's And, and yep. I don't understand it. We don't know anything. Yep. He, he's shown up on Zoom. He's shown up at a birthday party without a mask on. And then we almost... I don't know. It just goes along with Kyrie. Like, yeah, I, well, we don't know when Kyrie's coming back. What is going on with Kyrie Irving, Frank? You know, it's, uh, I thought the same thing. So for the past week or so, ever since, you know, he last time he played was against Utah. He had 18 points in the first quarter. He hasn't played a lot of games with the Nets. That was the best game he'd ever played, and we haven't seen him since then. But I'm laughing because he hasn't been around for a week. The Nets make this trade, and everyone's saying, well, the Nets have a big three. They have a big three. Well, who are the three? I know of two of them. I know Kevin Durant and James Harden. I don't know about Kyrie Irving. And if and when he does return, how do we know that he's all in? How do we know that a couple of months from now there's going to be something going on in his life or around the world that could upset him, and he has to take some time off? So I don't know the reason why he's not there, and that's I guess that's obviously his business. But from a Nets standpoint, if I'm them, I'm thinking – I just can't count on him. He's not reliable at this point. He just isn't. He's missed a lot of time over the years with injury. Now you have this situation. So I don't know exactly where it stands. And I think that also factored into it. Look at the games played for James Harden. The guy plays basketball. I don't like the way he handled his departure from Houston. He's not going to win the Nobel Prize for the way he handled himself <laughs> in the past month. But the dude plays when he's, he's 15 pounds overweight and he'll still put up 35 points. So I know I can count on him. Unfortunately, the Nets, as of this moment, can't count on Kyrie Irving. How does this all work? <laughs> well, the one thing you notice from watching Kevin Durant, and remember, he had gone 560 days between playing games. And we all know that he's a great player. But when you see him out there, and I'm getting to watch every minute that he plays now, the guy is so good, and he makes the right basketball plays. He doesn't take bad shots. He trusts his teammates. He is the very definition of a superstar. There are great players in the NBA, and then you have those top of the top, and LeBron is up there, and Kevin Durant is up there, Kawhi Leonard, maybe a couple of other players. So I believe that he'll make it work, and I think Harden could fit in. The big question mark, the wild card in this whole thing will be Kyrie Irving. How will he feel when the ball isn't in his hands? So that part of it is going to be a struggle. And remember this, the Nets have been a very poor defensive team and a poor rebounding team. And Jared Allen is a, I know he doesn't move the needle. He's a solid role player. He had been their second best player this year. Karis Avert was the team's best player last year, the third best player this year. Those guys play hard. They're unselfish. They do what's ever told to them. They're low maintenance. So, you know, not having those role players on the team will make an impact. But when you get a chance to get a superstar, it's a move that you have to make, even though the Nets gave up a lot of draft picks. I've mentioned this a couple of times on the show today, and that is you have to have guys who understand what their role is. You go back yep. to Chris Bosh in Miami, Kevin Love in Cleveland, even some of the Golden State Warriors when KD got there, they, they understood their role and I think Bosch was just as important as the other two with the success of the Miami Heat because he didn't cause any problems. He said, tell me what you want me to do. You want me to be a spot-up three-point shooter. Kevin loved the same way. It's a delicate ego balance here with three alphas there in Brooklyn. 
on who knows what their role is, depending on the time, you know, in the game here, Frank, or what's at stake. Yeah. And I, I think it's true of basically everything. I mean, look at you guys. You're the star of the show. Then you have a guy that, you know, checks the lottery tickets. Everybody knows their role. In the great in the great documentary with the Eagles, the late, great Glenn Fry, he was pretty interesting. He says everybody wants to play quarterback because it was one of the band members that wanted to sing. And he said, you know, we have Don Henley. You're not singing. And it, it it's just interesting how every situation has a dynamic like that. I would only say this about Kevin Durant, especially. Now, he went to a great situation in Golden State where you have selfless players like Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green. But he was part of an ensemble cast there. And they did win two NBA finals. They would have won a third had he not gotten hurt. And then you look at what he did in Oklahoma City. Now, he was much younger back then. But I, I think when you recognize that he's the best player and he's going to make all the right plays, just like what LeBron does, and that's why LeBron in Miami, Wade had already won a title, but he goes there and look what he did for Chris Bosh's career. Look what he did for Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love, and look what he's doing right now for Anthony Davis. He changes everything. Kevin Durant has that same ability to do it. I think James Harden recognizes that. You would hope that Kyrie Irving would recognize it too because he did play with LeBron James. Now, he wanted to get out of there eventually, which to me is still a little confusing. So think about this, Dan. Kyrie Irving played with LeBron and eventually didn't want to be there anymore. Now he's playing with Kevin Durant and he's not there. You're, you've had the opportunity to play with the two best players in the league, and you're not all the way in. And I've said it. Uh, when LeBron goes into the Hall of Fame, I'm pretty sure he's probably going to end up there one day. The top of his plaque, it's not going to say all-time leading scorer, five, six, seven, how many titles he wins. It's going to say won a championship with Kyrie Irving as his second best player. Right now, that's a pretty big accomplishment. <laughs> what do you think LeBron and the Lakers are feeling about this deal? I don't think they're worried at all. I think, first of all, let's give LeBron a lot of credit. He's played in all 13 games. He's played back-to-back. You know, he's 36 years old, more games, more minutes than anybody else. He's played, like, I think it's 270 playoff games. So that guy, you could tell that he sees the light at the end of the tunnel, meaning another championship. I don't think they're that worried about the Brooklyn Nets. He's probably a little bit more worried about the Clippers just because Paul George, to his credit, who was awful in the bubble, the last time we saw him, he hit the side of the backboard on a jump shot. He's actually played very well. Kawhi's playing well. But right now, the Western Conference doesn't look as tough as everybody thought it did. But I'm sure LeBron is looking at the situation and saying, yeah, that's fine, but I'm pretty confident I can beat them in the finals. But Kevin Durant is probably thinking, you know what? I beat you twice in the finals. I'd like to get back there and challenge you one more time. Good to talk to you, Frank. As always, thanks for joining us. We appreciate your time. Yeah, keep me involved in that uh, when we find out if we won the lottery. If we won the lottery. We won the lottery. Frank Isola, Sirius XM NBA Radio, the starting lineup, and uh, pre and post with the Nets. Yeah, we bought, uh, uh, was it the lottery or the Mega Millions, the Powerball? What did we buy yesterday, Seaton? Well, last night was Powerball. Okay. And that that had been up to like $550 million, I want to say. And did we win anything? Um, Well, I think we had... We had a bunch of tickets. Two of those tickets had a winning number on them, but it was only $2. So we got $4 back. $4 on our initial investment of? $70. Okay, that's not good. No, but chances are if we were to hit Powerball, we're going to be way ahead of things. Okay. That's kind of the trade-off. And then there's a drawing tomorrow. Yeah, that's Mega Millions. That one, last I checked, was up to like $750 million. 750 million. Okay. Yeah, Paul. If you're a guest on the show the day we win the Powerball, do you get like tipped out? Do you get a mill? Like, should Frank Isola get a hundred grand as because he was there the day? He wasn't part of the show, mm. but he kind of was, he was not a member. Mm. 
Like tipping out the dealer. No, if we were at a restaurant, then I would leave a great tip. Yes, yeah, You know what would be awesome, though? Then if we all say we all got $20 million or whatever, it would be like, Charles, let's go to the casino. No, no, no. You don't want to go with Charles. You'll run through it. <laughs> you don't want to go with Barkley. No? No. No. <laughs> Chances are you'll probably have $10 million when you leave. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. They, the reason why they send a plane, you know, for people like Charles is not because they win. That's, you know, when, when somebody goes, man, yeah, they sent a plane for me. And I go, yeah, you must lose a lot. I had a cousin uh, who didn't have a job for a really, really long time, but somehow made every Monday night football game across the country every year. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and you're like, wow, I wonder how that's working out. <laughs> yes, McLeod. Don't an overwhelming majority of people who win the lottery lose that money, like, incredibly fast? So would that happen to everybody in this? I mean, probably not... Not you, but are the four day and that's going to blow it all? Like, I doubt it. Like, out of you guys, who's the most likely to blow it all? I yeah, like to spend money, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, I, I, I didn't know if I would say Seton because it feels like everybody else is pretty conservative. Yeah, it feels like the Seton. back row is. The back row I'm is looking for a nice IRA account, maybe some bonds, and then, you know, if there's some money left over, maybe buy something nice. Like, Todd wanted to buy a DeLorean. Those aren't expensive, and it's a terrible car. But if you want a DeLorean, you could buy a DeLorean. You don't have to win Powerball. Yes, yeah, like I, I like to spend money. I'm I I do enjoy that, but I'm I'm also good with money too. At the same time, mm. so I don't know. It might I might be more of a risk, but I feel pretty good about making that twenty million dollars turn into a hundred. Oh. Okay. Yes, Todd. Have you ever hung out with someone like in Vegas or Atlantic City or somewhere and watched them drop like yeah. incessant amounts of money? And yes, I enjoy watching people gamble. I don't like gambling, <laughs> but it is painful. I was in Tahoe for the uh, celebrity golf event that NBC has every year, and I was watching guys. There are special rooms that you can go into when you're going to be spending more than, let's say, $100,000. And I saw no joy whatsoever in, in a couple of these guys who were betting a lot of money. And a couple of guys were betting three hands at the same time. And it was sad. It really was. It was sad to watch it because... They were just, they knew they were going to lose money, but they, they liked the excitement, even though you didn't notice that when you watch them. Um, but they loved the action. They had to have the action. And there is that gene in our DNA. There are certain people who are just attracted to that, that, you know, you, you're addicted to that feeling. You want it. You got to have it, that excitement there, that danger that's there. But to watch it up close and watch Hundreds of thousands of dollars change hands. Pretty, pretty sad, pretty painful. Take a break. We'll get some uh, more phone calls coming up here. Charles Barkley at the top of the hour here. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. 
the Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. If I could eat bacon for every meal, I think I would. I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could. You know, I thought that I knew what good bacon was. Uh, Turns out, nope, I was wrong. Hmm. Because then I tried right brand bacon, and honestly... I was speechless. And you know it takes a lot to get me speechless, Paulie. But it was mind-blowing how good it was. And now here I am, a man that's been eating bacon his whole life, like it's his job, and I've never tried bacon like this before. We're talking about number one, thick-cut, flip-your-whole-world-upside-down bacon, man. Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice. And you should really just try it for yourself. Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right brand bacon in you. I'm getting upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right brand bacon. I want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need. A premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about timeless legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL, featuring the biggest names, Caitlin Clark's in there, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect This year's rookie class, whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. They got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And you got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Charles Barkley, top of the hour. Get to your phone calls. 877-3DP-SHOW. What a crazy last 24 hours. You got Urban Meyer getting ready to take the job. Would he have taken the job if the Jags had the second pick overall? Would he have looked at the Jets if they had the number one pick overall? Now, I guess it's out there that the, the Chargers reached out to Urban Meyer. You already got your franchise quarterback and Justin Herbert, but eh, just curious about that. How much of this is based off of, I start with Trevor Lawrence on a rookie contract. I got cap space, and I'm not going to have the pressure that I'm going to have elsewhere. Uh, Jacksonville feels like, I, you know, we can build the expectations, but it won't be something that they expect something overnight. I'm just curious about that. By the way, I did something yesterday late afternoon that I haven't done in 10 years, maybe even longer. 
had something to eat, and it was uh, at four in the afternoon. I don't know why. You guys ever had one of those moments where you go, you know what? I want olives. And, and you haven't had olives in a while. Yeah, McLovin. You subconsciously saw Paul Paps has been walking around talking about olives for three days. No, no, no. It wasn't olives because I, oh. I, I love olives. <laughs> no, this, this wasn't about olives. But, but, but people go, you know, I'd like to have some pickles. I had something yesterday that I haven't had in over a decade. And it's not the time that you would normally have this to eat. And uh, I had no problem sitting down by myself at the kitchen table. Yes, Eaton. A bowl of ice cream. No. Paulie? Pancakes or French toast or waffles? That's a lot. You get only one I'll guess, go pancakes. Paulie. Okay, the answer is no. Fritzy? A bag of potato chips. No. Mac and cheese. No. I had a bowl of cereal. What cereal? You guys want to guess? Paulie? If you're awesome, you'd have peanut butter Captain Crunch. Okay. Fritzy? I'm going to say cornflakes. Cornflakes. McLovin? Lucky Charms? Oh, I hate Lucky Charms. What? They're magically delicious. What are you talking about? You don't sort out the marshmallows and go to town? Are you crazy? I hate Lucky Charms. Yeah, see. Well, the cereal lover in me wants to say Fruity Pebbles, but it's not. I'm going to say that it's Honey Nut Cheerios. Uh, Very close on your part. Honeycombs. Ooh. They were just there in the pantry. I would never buy them. Haven't had cereal in over a decade. And it was just there. Had some milk. And I went to town on two bowls of that. Two? Yeah. I went, there's nobody here. (laughs) Nobody judging. I worked out earlier in the day. Yes, Todd. Now, did you have a craving for cereal and went looking for it? Or just you just opened up the the bin, the cabinet? And then, you know what? I think I'm in the mood for that. I walked in and it sort of was staring back at me. And I go... All right, nobody's here. Let me fill up. And then I, I went, I, I, went uh, I, I wasn't overly generous with how much I poured in. Like I was like, all right, just enough. And then I went, second bowl? Now <laughs> we're going all in. <laughs> yes. Yeah, There's a, uh, a medical term, actually, for what you just experienced yesterday for, well, for some of us. Might not be exactly what you experienced. Yeah. It's, it's uh, I believe it's from the Latin term munchies. That uh, no, you know, that the, no, that had nothing. I'm not saying I'm not saying that's what you experienced. I'm saying that for some of us, when you get the sudden urge oh. for a bowl of cereal or something, or like a big bag of potato chips out of nowhere, it's like, man, you know what? Like if I, I really go for that, if I had a gummy or something if, like that, right, well, right. If were you listening to Pink Floyd in a dark room eight <laughs> minutes beforehand? No, just I just had to ask. I just walked in. And I don't know why I went right to the pantry, saw the box of cereal, grabbed it, and then uh, off off we went. Yes, yeah, do you and know the rest I'm, of your day was great. Yeah. Do you know what I'm back on? I'm back on peanut butter and jelly sandwiches occasionally. I was off it for a long time. You put one of those together on a road trip. You grab that. That's awesome. Yes, Fritzy. Now, what type of judgment were you expecting in the Patrick household if you were caught eating a bowl of cereal? It's, that doesn't seem like something that would be. Something that you should be embarrassed to be caught eating. Well, I didn't say embarrassed, but I think there would have been surprise. You know, not bewilderment, but I think surprise. Not shame. But like four in the afternoon cereal. Usually late at night. I remember doing that when I was younger. Like you get home, you've been out, 
You're like, cereal. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason. Yeah, McLovin. Now, is this with regular milk? Yeah, whole milk. See, that might be where you're losing me. I know, but I, you know, I'm old school. But there's so much, so much science is saying you shouldn't be drinking whole milk. I haven't had whole milk in over a decade. But this was just a, a one-off. It's not like I'm going to go to the store and all of a sudden load up or send Tyler, the creator, to go get me uh, you know, some cereal today. These weren't gateway bowls of cereal? I don't think so. <laughs> gateway. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, Captain Crunch was always a gateway. Yes. It felt like, you know, once you get that sugar high and you're off to the races, man, oh, man. Count Chocula. There, there's some of them that I, I mean, we had to be wired as kids. You know, I grew up in a family of six. I'm, I'm guessing my mom just, you know, here's cereal, go get them, get out of here. Hopefully that'll last you till lunchtime. But we had to be wired coming out of the house with all of that sugar. <laughs> yes, well, you should kick it up a notch to cinnamon toast crunch because that is like, that's, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of taste. No, I, I took what was there and made the best of it. I didn't go, hmm, I don't know. It was just like, all right, there's honeycombs. Sure, why not? Yes, Todd. Are you concerned the next time you go into the supermarket and go down that cereal aisle, the Fruit Loops and the Cookie Crisp and little pieces of French toast cereals and all these wacky things they have now? I haven't been down the cereal aisle. And even if I have been, I've never looked at a box of cereal in, in, in 10 years. 15, 20. I have no idea. I can't remember the last time I went, yeah, I'm going to have some cereal. Now, I've been around people. My kids have had cereal, but I, 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 it was one of those where I go, I don't know what I just did. And, uh, but I'm not in, I might not do it for another 10 years. Although, check in with me at around 4 o'clock today <laughs> when I'm going, maybe I have another bowl of cereal. Yeah, Paul. We're all going to text you at 357 pictures of different <laughs> cereal boxes. I guarantee it. Yeah. I, I had no, the, the other box was grape nuts. And I thought, you know, I like grape nuts, but I, I'm, I'm going to go, if I'm going to be dirty, I'm going to be really dirty. I'm going to hold, <laughs> you know. Yes, yes, McLaughlin. Now I want a bowl of cereal. Now you got us all like, I will kill or die for a bowl of honeycombs right now. Now that you're taking off the guardrails, just going for it. Yeah, I know. Wild man. Uh, mini meatball minestrone tomorrow on the Traeger with, uh, Dan Patrick show pull apart pesto bread, just to let you know. That's uh, Meat Friday coming up tomorrow. Update the poll results there, McLovin. So first hour was, are the Nets a team to beat? 92% said no. Now are they the team to beat in the East? 64% said no. So we're getting down there. All right. Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley will join us coming up in about 10 minutes from now. And his thoughts. As his opinion changed from November 25th when I asked him that question. Charles Barkley will join us. We'll get to more phone calls as well. Seton Pauly, Fritzy McLovin, yours truly here on the Dan Patrick Show. One more item in the second hour, sleep number. How did you sleep last night? By the way, my sleep number is 100. Quality sleep, essential for optimum health, performance, sanity. Getting the right amount of sleep can help you make those healthier decisions. And the more you sleep, the better you exercise, the better you eat. The more you exercise, the better you sleep. So it's a nice cycle that you have. This is also something that you should keep in mind. When's the last time you got a new bed? Make quality sleep your New Year's resolution. And right now, save up to $1,000 on that new Sleep Number 360 smart bed. Plus, special financing. 
For a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash Patrick. Sleep Number is the official sleep and wellness partner of the NFL. If you have that New Year's resolution, well, 10% of those who have New Year's resolutions are kept. How about you have a great night's sleep is your New Year's resolution. And you get that new bed, the Sleep Number 360 smart bed. It'll be easy to keep that New Year's resolution. Sleepnumber.com slash Patrick. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.